0: check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Dr. Grace Lee lives in Vancouver, Canada. In this interview, she describes how 5G is being described as the cause of coronavirus and
1: how scary that can be. Really, when the WHO first said that uh, there was a, there was a cases of some sort of pneumonia that were going on in Wuhan. I heard about it right away. Yeah, pretty much when, when it was, well, when the media, sorry, not right away, but when the media you know, put it out there, then I, I heard about it. Um, yeah. So what did I hear was just basically what they were saying that, um, that there was cases of undiagnosed pneumonia there and that, uh, it might be some sort of respiratory, um, distress like SARS similar to that yeah and then uh, all of a sudden it started spreading in you know all of a sudden there were like 600 cases a few days later and it was in more than other other Asian countries as well you know so that's what I heard about it and it was all in December I heard it. Since then it went through an evolution because uh, so uh, although I was born in Vancouver I actually was I spent my primary years in Hong Kong. I was literally just born here so that I could have a Canadian passport. <laughs> my my mom actually, she just wanted me to have a Canadian passport instead of a China one, because at that time, they viewed it as the gateway to the rest of the world, because it was Hong Kong, it would have been Hong Kong where I would have had my birthplace, and they knew about the 1997 handover to China. That's why they had me, yeah, that's why they had me born in Canada, so that I would have opportunities. What they saw was opportunities, right? So in the beginning, as you can imagine, my roots are in Hong Kong and in China as well. So when I heard about it in the beginning, I was scared for my relatives, scared for my friends, you know, scared for what does this mean for, you know, I can't go back anymore. I don't, you know. It's 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 going to change the the landscape of healthcare there. There's going to be mass panic because I because my relatives survived SARS as well, and so this is the second thing, right? So in the beginning, that's how I felt, and then when then news started spreading quickly that it was coming to other non-Asian countries, and then eventually it hit North America where I was in Canada at the time, and eventually it hit Canada, and then when it started hitting close to home. The first thing I heard was in the, so Vancouver is a big metropolitan city and there was a a, a county or a, another smaller city named Surrey, which is next to where I live. And there was the first death that happened there. And so that was the first time I heard, oh my gosh, it's hitting close to home. And then um, I had already started taking um, precautions like storing up meat in my freezer. I started up storing um, canned foods, you know. I started um, boosting immune. I started, you know, things like that. Hand washing, all those things, right? And then um, and so I did it proactively when it was still in, in Asia. And then when it hit home, that's when I really started to, to, you know, to really be more proactive about it. And that continued and I started to tell friends I really cared about you know some tips from my I have a medical background you know I have a medical background I have a science research background and so I started to share with my friends some you know some precautionary things and friends started asking me you know I just, I just started getting inbox things every day you know what should I do what do you think what is your prediction on the vaccine because I used to be in that type of research what's your prediction of them finding a cure you know and so that's what happened and then I heard this interview from brian rose between brian rose who is the founder of london real tv i heard an interview between him and david ike his last name is dot i-c-k-e ike ike again i I think he's pronounced and they david is a professional theorist who is a very keen and very very committed to uncovering the truth about things right? The media tells us something, but then there's the truth, which is not what the media tells us. And so the interview with between, between Brian and David uncovered the truth behind Coronavirus, the truth behind it. And there have been three interviews since the first one was, was released. And I had a hard time getting a hold of that first interview, because the public, including YouTube and, and, and Google wanted to shut him down, which made me even more curious, what did he say that they are infringing upon his freedom of speech. What are they saying? And so I was resourceful. I got a hold of that interview and I watched it. And I was hooked and I watched every single one ever since, learning about the truth of the coronavirus. So my perception of what I think about this has completely changed since I first, since, since December and January. Now my perception of it has completely changed. So David David Icke he is he calls himself a professional conspiracy theorist right and he's also been uncovering a lot of truths around you know news like around 9/11 back then right and all and many things like that and now including coronavirus and since he came up with his interview a lot of other PhDs and researchers physicians who are on the front line you know nursing staff you know, doctors, staff started coming out with their own personalized selfie videos around what they're actually experiencing, serving in the hospitals and something didn't seem right. It didn't feel right. And I dug deeper into it as well. And I got to get down to the truth. And the thing is the coronavirus, you know, the coronavirus, the truth of it is that it's not about a pandemic. It is a scapegoat for something that they are wanting to put out there from Wuhan it is one of the larger conspiracies and hoaxes to amass fear among the population so that they can have control and at the end of it what they want is control they want to control people by the masses globally on a huge scale and they're succeeding because now what's happening is we're all in quarantine we're self-quarantining we are quiescing we're acquiescing and self-quarantining so now we can't even go out there and protest we're not taught how to do do our own critical thinking to think for ourselves but right? to think outside of what people tell us and to not not necessarily be skeptical and always question people's you know motives not like that but from a standpoint of not denying our power to have cognition you know to recognize that we 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 ha- we must think for ourselves because it's the only way that we grow it's the only way that we do things with purpose when I learned the truth, the truth really sets you free. And I am no longer in quarantine. When I learned that truth, I was no longer in quarantine, but I still respect other people's distance. If they still believe what they do, then of course, I still respect their distance for them, but not for me. Because if you listen to the interview with David Icke and Ron Rose, the reason why they created this mass panic to a mass fear among global populations was because they wanted to put a new technology out there. And the technology is 5G, which is the fastest internet speed connection you can have, but they didn't do any testing on what effects it has on human health. So now they've built these 5G towers, new technology all around the world in key countries incidentally, but not coincidentally where there were pandemic outbreaks, including New York city. Right. And so they have these mass impacts on our health that look like a respiratory disorder, but they're not. So technology has a huge part, a role to play in this, but not the way we think. This was a huge paradigm shift and, you know, humans are never prepared for paradigm shifts. We're never prepared for it. We just, they just happen and then we just kind of don't want them to accept them. But in this case, you know, due to policies and and new laws that are being enacted and no choice, right, We, we, we adopt. And if I look at it, what, I, what I'm experiencing, and what I'm seeing is paradigm shifts of all these old habits that we've had since the beginning of time are shifting into these new habits that never existed before. You know, like virtual gyms worldwide, you know, online grade school online, even though it's not a private school, you know, things like that are, are, are new habits that are being formed. And so to be able to live through these times on one hand, and I believe that everything is dualistic, everything is dualistic. Right. On one hand, it's very welcoming to see people from all over, different walks of life, different age categories. It's wonderful to see technology being embraced. It's wonderful to see new paradigms of connecting and new ways of connecting and maintaining connections with other people other than having to be face-to-face. Right. So they are embracing these different things that are emerging. But at the same time, I would like to encourage people to know their reasons why they're doing it. Thank you for listening.
0: Subscribe so that you don't miss an interview. I interview multiple people a week and I am releasing these episodes as fast as I can. And if the story meant something to you, share it because it will probably mean something to someone else. Every time you share the project, it helps the project grow. So thank you. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.